she laughs. And you are here with the lovely, what your name is, girl? Crystal. Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) You guys know me. I'm Tanisha. So, the topic that we have for today, Crystal, what is it? Keep it shut. Keep it shut. Keep it. Now, what? What it? What is it? Your mouth. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> she said, "Be quiet. Be quiet. Hush. 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 Silence. Silencio. <laughs> In a not so nice way." She said, "Shut up." Pretty much. <laughs> Shut it up. Okay. Um, so today we're going to be talking about keeping your mouth closed, but more so like knowing what to say. How to say it and when to say it. Um, so I would say probably like four years ago, I read a book, and I, hence the title of this podcast. I mean, not title of this podcast, but the title of this episode, Keep It Shut, and it's by Karen Eman. Um, and I go back to it frequently. Why? Because um, I got a mouth. Keep it all the way 100 with y'all. I got a mouth. I know I got a mouth. Um, And so sometimes I have to have a refresher course on how to convey some of the things that I'm trying to say, as well as have a lot of difficult conversations because it's not easy. Um, Now, of course, I have difficult conversations in my job all day long, but having the difficult conversations personally uh, with people that I'm in close relationship with too doesn't always come off sometimes uh, in the right manner. Yeah, yeah. And I would say mostly the reason that it's that is is because I'm emotionally invested mm-hmm. and that person you typically, not typically, always means a whole lot to me. Yes. So it's like I'm dealing with my own emotions, you know? And so this one's going to be a little quick. I'm just going to um, read some of the things that I um, really wanted to mention when it comes to having those difficult conversations um, and how you should say them. So first thing you want to do is say what honors God. Mm. Okay. Not what other people want to hear. That one is hard. It's definitely hard. Because it's easier for me to say what it is you want to hear so that I don't have to deal with conflict. And conflict is not easy. Confrontation is not easy. Usually when you go to have a difficult conversation, it's instantly, it's just going to be confrontational. Yeah. Um, Because it's difficult. Usually the other person is either unaware or if they're aware, um... They're not really trying to hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you want to say what honors God, but not what other people want to hear. Um, that's one of the things I do love about my friends. Um, typically, not typically, 99% of the time, they're going to tell me what I need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just why I chose them. I actually trust them to tell me what I need to know. That's why they're my closest of friends. Um, I gave them permission to do that. 
Um, and a lot of times people will say, well, that's my ride or die, but you haven't given them or entrusted them with the right to tell you what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. You usually keep them around because they tell you what you want to hear. Um, And so putting yourself in those type of relationships, just understand what you're committing yourself to because, like I said, it's literally giving them the permission to go in my garden, turn over the rocks, and pull up the worms and say, I need you to fix that. Yeah. So that's one. So pray about that. Um, also just know like Proverbs fifteen twenty eight says the heart of the righteous weighs its answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes evil. Mm. Okay. So if you know your heart, okay, anytime I have a difficult conversation or I think it's not going to come out right, there's two things I do. Cause first of all, I'm usually in conversation with God about when to have this conversation. Okay, that's the first thing. And how to have it. Do For me, do I need to have it face-to-face? Because I know I'm emotional. So I don't want to want what my message is to get lost in the emotions that I have. Or do I need to write this down and send it as a letter? Mm -hmm. Um, So that it's understood and there's no emotion and I can go back, read it, do whatever. What method is best? So usually I'm praying about that. Or what if you just want to write it down? And not send it off as a letter. True. Sometimes I will do that and keep it in my journal Mm -hmm. just for myself. Mm -hmm. So that way I can get those emotions out. Out, yeah. And stuff. So, but it says the righteous ways is answers. I want to know, Lord, is what I'm saying one supposed to be said Mm -hmm. at this time? Yes. Two, if it's supposed to be said, am I saying it in the manner that it should be said? Yes. And three, this I do not always do. Sometimes I just go out on the fly and I say stuff and I I mean it. (laughs) I may very well mean it, but the approach was wrong. So I'm like, Lord, can you calm my emotions and my spirit down to where I can approach this in a calm manner? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's where you really need to be in prayer when it's things that you know need to be said, things that you want to say, mm-hmm. um, being in prayer about when and how to say it. You want to make sure the context is correct. Yes, because yeah. a lot can be lost. Not that anything out of your mouth came out wrong, but it can be lost in your demeanor. Absolutely. A lot of people don't get that. Well, I didn't lie. That's not... That's not the point. It's context. It's how you delivered the message. Yes. If I delivered you a delicious meal on a trash can lid, you wouldn't eat it. No. Ever. And a lot of us think that the only conversation that we have is with our mouths. No. We have it with your our whole body, head to toe. Our whole body, our stance, mm-hmm. the feeling in the air, as of all of that exudes and communicates something. So what are you communicating? First of all, before you even open your mouth, needs to be like, Lord, can, am I communicating in the right way before I even open my mouth? Are you here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next thing is, a lot of times, and I've felt this way before, I thought that if I was angry, then that was wrong. I shouldn't get angry. Yeah, because that's what we're told. Okay. Well, you were saying it out of anger. No, I'm angry. 
However, anger is not a sin. No, it's not. It's an emotion. Yes, it is. Please educate the people. (laughs) It's an emotion. It's not a sin. I can be angry. I have a right to feel the way I feel. You have a right to feel the way you feel. It's just another emotion on a wide spectrum of emotions. So we can have a conversation and I can be angry. However, feeling that emotion is not the problem. The problem is when we allow that emotion to trigger actions that causes you to sin. Yes, it is in the action, not in the feeling. So I can let you know I am angry right now. And what are those actions? Okay, so if I'm shouting. Yes. If I'm just belittling you. Belittling you. Okay, talking you down. Name calling. Name calling, yes. just attacking your character. Um, sarcasm. Ooh, that's a bad one for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's real cute. You all right, I see what you're doing. All that sarcasm, you hear my voice right there? Yes. And stuff like that, that is the sin. That's that's the sin. Okay. Here's the other thing. Shutting people out. That mm-hmm. passive aggressiveness and stuff and being like, well, I'm just not going to talk to him. Yep. Why? Because mm-hmm. you are angry? That's a sin. You just going to shut him out? So, what you want to do is, even in your anger, okay, what we're called to do is you can go and tell them what you need to tell them in a straightforward, calm manner. Just straightforward and calm. And that's why you have to ask God to really calm your spirit down. Help me be able to convey what I need to say in a manner that gets this message across. Not only just what I'm feeling, but also, Lord, what you want them to hear. Because I know for me, I, one of my giftings, I understand when God calls me to go tell someone something that they may not like. It ain't even probably about me. I'm like, mm, I'm supposed to tell you this. Yes. I don't want to tell you this. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't want to tell you this. And so, so, Lord, can you give me the headspace to deal with what I know is going to come my way? Because they're probably going to trigger me. Yeah. Or they're not going to react the way you would like. Or they're not going to receive um, the message that you're trying to give. But needs to be delivered and it should be delivered the way God is leading you to do so. Yes. And even if that means saying what needs to be said and being quiet and silent afterwards. Oh, that's hard to do. I have been there where I have delivered a message that I'm supposed to deliver mm-hmm. and then afterwards be well, I, what I felt was attacked mm-hmm. and I was told to be quiet. Just be quiet. quiet. Mm-hmm. Those are the those are the moments my my great grandmother would say you need the Holy Ghost to sit on you. Yes, and He will. He needs to sit on you. He will, because <laughs> my initial thought is to react. Yes, and yeah. so I want to react because first of all, I didn't want to tell you what I want was supposed to say in the first place. First place yeah. <laughs> And everything. Be glad that he thought enough of you to tell me that I need to do this and that I'm obedient enough to tell you what you needed to tell. That's what really be in my heart. But God God will come and sit on you. And so, so that's why you gotta pray, y'all. I'm serious. And don't feel bad. If you've lashed out sometimes at anger, 
instead of, it's okay. Instead of repent, say, Lord, I didn't handle that right, mm-hmm. and then come right back. Come right back, ask them what you need, what else you need to tell that person. Mm-hmm. The next thing, say if someone is attacking you in anger, okay, or they're coming at you or telling you something you don't like. So going back to this word again, Proverbs is just full of word. Um, Proverbs 15.1, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Once again, your tone. Yes. How you respond. How you respond is important. Okay. So you can give a soft answer. Notice I said you can give a soft answer. I did not say that you had to give, not give an honest one. So your answer can be soft and honest at the same time. (laughs) Just because I'm soft does not mean. (laughs) Yes, because a lot of people say, well, you know, I don't yell. Okay, but you could sound extremely sarcastic and you can talk down to someone in the softest of tones. Yes. Without ever raising, raising your, your voice. You can cut somebody out at a soft tone. I've seen it happen. <laughs> oh, some church mothers is good for doing that, Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, soft tone means nothing. But it, it means, well, no, it does mean something. You can do I mean, in the sense of. of if you're doing it sarcastic yes sarcastically but if you're doing it in the correct manner and giving an honest answer in a soft tone all it's simply saying is that I'm going to respond to you but I'm going to do it so and tell you my honest opinion in a respectful manner it was the spirit behind it well can you say something about that because a lot of people don't really get that they don't you know what is your intent behind it so when I say soft tone means nothing it means nothing the intent is not pure. No. So if I'm speaking softly because I really want you to hear me and I don't want you to um, think I am attacking you, that's different. Yes. If I'm talking softly because I'm talking down to you because I don't think you're going to understand what I'm saying because you're so slow. Then you might as well have yelled. You might as well have yelled. (laughs) And a lot of people, when they talk soft, they're doing so because they're talking to you as if you're an idiot and you don't understand. I can't stand those type of people. <laughs> That's really when the Holy Ghost got to sit on me. I'd be like, mm. because I've had somebody. I'm. I've been in conversations where I've been upset, and it's physical. And I know I ain't supposed to be coming for you, but I know right now I just let it off, and I I repent it later. And that person is looking back at me and speaking very softly, but in a robotic tone. Yes, and I'm just like you now are trying to make it seem as if I'm the crazy erratic person because I am yelling, which I shouldn't be doing. Take full responsibility. I should not be yelling, but don't talk back in the slow tone. I mean, the in this light tone, as if I'm wrong and you're right, or again you're being attacked. Now you're trying to play martyr and victim. No, because the tone that you're giving me is just as sarcastic. Yes, sir, ma'am. So, let's be honest here. <laughs> you're giving me the same thing back. Let's 
take a break, different tactics, rewind, and then let's try this again. Same outcome. Because the same <laughs> way I'm not giving this off right, you're not receiving it right, and you aren't responding correctly either. Which goes to why it's important to how you say it. Because when you're having this conversation, when you're setting that tone, when your spirit is right, and God has said, okay, your spirit's right, your tone's right, you can now go have this conversation, okay? and you're doing it softly. Now you're setting the stage for a healthy discussion. That's what a conversation is. Yes. It's a discussion. It is not an attack. It is not... A, a shouting match. No. It is not a confrontation because we want to use that as such a bad thing. It's not even a confrontation. It's literally a conversation, us having a discussion, trying to come to a mutual agreement. Yes. And so many people are so scared to do that that you literally will be mute mm-hmm. and be in, in turmoil. Because you refuse to have the conversations because you're scared of a, either a shouting match or someone coming at yeah. you wrong or they're well, attacking me. I don't want to say because I already know that you're going to have an issue with whatever. That doesn't help. Know? That doesn't help. How? Well, I, I hate that when people say, help I already know. Well, I'm just going to be quiet because you're not. That doesn't help the issue. That, that irritates me. That makes me irate. Please do not pacify. Because I'm really going to have an issue. And I'm really going to need to put this thing on pause. And go and and, and have a moment with me and Jesus. Because do not pacify me. Say what you need to say. If you need to take a moment to make sure you say it properly. Do that. And say that you need to do that. Not a problem. Say give me a second to respond. Let me have a moment so that I can be cool. But don't just sit there and not say nothing. And then I ask you, you have no response. Well, you're not going to believe me no way. What? What? <laughs> okay. All right. So so we're just no, not going to have the conversation. That's not, that's not how you're supposed to do that. That's not, that's not the meaning behind shut your mouth. That's no. not the meaning behind that. No. It means speak when you're supposed to. Now it's different. When you are hearing from the spirit that you shouldn't, because everything about your mannerism is different. Yes. I've had issues, and not issues, but scenarios where someone has talked to me, they're venting, and they're wanting me to respond, and I have to sit there and say nothing. Because Mm -hmm. the Lord is like, do not respond. Not only just that, I've had moments where I know I'm supposed to go and talk to someone. But God had to work on me first. Mm -hmm. And so he's literally downloading stuff into me. And sometimes it has taken weeks, y'all. Because he's like, that resentment, that anger you have in there, that has to go go before Mm -hmm. you have this conversation. Because it's going to come up. And and once again, I know he does that for me. Now, other people, he might tell you, go ahead and have the conversation. Me, I'm a little cuckoo. He knows his child. I'm, I'm emotional. I can't hide when I'm upset. I can't hide my emotions. So he usually deals with me and my emotions first before he allows me to have those conversations. Because they can get distorted and he wants the conversation to be as precise <laughs> and, clear. and clear as possible. 
So, yes, I need you to sit down, take a time out, get over this emotion, because you're not going to say what I need you to say no. if you don't clear up what's inside of you. If we don't clear these feelings up, you're not going to be open to listening to me. Mm-hmm. Or you're not going to be quick to shut down when I tell you to shut down. Yes. To regain your composure. To yes. restart the conversation. Because now you're going to go off on a whole tangent that I did not tell you to say. And, and now, get this now. Not my message, but his message is going to be lost. Yes. Absolutely. His message is going to be lost. That's not what you're supposed to do. And it's it, uh, it, it's important that, that you said his message. Because some people will go, well, I just need to get this off my chest. Mm-mm. Ma'am. <laughs> sir. <laughs> No, that's not how this goes. (laughs) That is not how this goes. Nope. I'm sorry. You don't get to just get something off your chest. No. You don't get to do that. You do not get to just get it off your chest. I'm sorry. I I know. I know you don't want to hear that. I I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it when it was told to me. What do you mean? I can't. I'm supposed to, because that's how you communicate. That's not how you communicate effectively. Because when you have that attitude behind it, you are most definitely going to say it in a wrong manner. Yes. Because now, you know what that means, people? That means you have harbored some type of feeling or resentment, and you didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. You never dealt with it within your own self. You never processed it to let it go. And you held on to it. Consider this, okay? James 3, verses 5 through 6 says, Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. You don't think that. So your mouth, your mouth can actually that comes out of it can change the course of your relationships. Yes. That end up changing the course of your life because your relationships determined are sent to you by God. Yes. To get you to a certain destiny to achieve your purpose. Yes. So that's why it's so important to know when to turn it on and when to turn when to shut it off. So I'm constantly in prayer. And I think even though I read this book years ago, why I'm constantly going back to it, especially now as I'm getting into more difficult conversations currently in my life to be in constant. I had to remember, oh, I need to be in constant communication with God about what to say in these conversations. We don't I don't know why we don't ever think that that's what we're supposed to do. Go before God. When we want to talk to someone, we think, well, I'll just figure it out. Or I'll just, um, I'll wing it. I or, well, I already know how I feel, so I already know what I want to say, because I've already rehearsed it in my mind, so that's what I'm going to go with. Mm. Mm. And that's another thing. Usually that whole the reason we want to say so much is because I feel, I feel, and we want to get rid of the feelings, feelings that, we that we feel. Have. We literally want to take a verbal dump on the other person 
And so if I go ahead and tell you how I feel, now I'm going to feel better. Here, here, here's, let me just put a little caveat here. The moment you take that emotional dump on someone and tell them how you feel, you're going to feel okay for about two days. And then that'll be it. Two days. Because okay. then you're going to rehearse every single thing you said. And you're going to go, ooh, I shouldn't have said that like that. Or, ooh, I should not have said that. Or, or even, where did that come from? I didn't know I was still them. upset about that. Because out of the mouth flows the things of your heart. Yes. So now you got to understand that it's the gateway to in, let people into your heart and know what issues are really going on inside of your heart. And sometimes you don't even know what's going on inside of your heart. Yeah. So now you're looking back like, oh, I said that. I didn't even mean that. Did I mean that? Yeah. Doesn't even like, uh, why did I even, where did that come from? Oh, because it was an issue that you never resolved with yourself. Then now you take it upon yourself to now dump it on that person. And be like, here you go. Have all my baggage. Yeah, so yeah, you're going to feel good. It was a release. A little bowel movement of the words. <laughs> it was. So sure, you feel, you feel great. You feel awesome. For about two days. But then the remnants. Mm. The remnants The smell starts Child. to rise. It makes you go, what did I eat? <laughs> what was that? Let me tell you also, too. Hold on. Let me find it. Especially women, why it's so important for us to watch our mouth. We're, we're, we're givers of life, man. We birth things. So we definitely have to be careful when it comes to things like that. Because you don't know what you're birthing. You don't know what you're giving life to. So... That from that aspect, it's very important that us as women we learn when yes. to talk and when to be quiet. Yes, because one woman's stance and how we speak can change the whole atmosphere of a whole house. Absolutely. And even though I hate this, 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 mm, I hate this thing, but it, what they used to say, happy wife, happy, happy life. Mm -hmm. ha and so, <laughs> okay, I hate that, first of all, let me just tell you, because it ain't about you, so I'm just going to put that in there. However, it does speak to the nature of the fact that when she's not happy, yes. as women, we're emotional, mm -hmm. and it can destroy and tear down the entire house. So you especially have to be in constant prayer about how to check your emotions, emotions yes. how to speak to either your spouse or your children in that home constantly or others, because you, ma'am, can change the course of that whole household. You can set the whole atmosphere and turn it around yes. just by how you are being. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Please get the book. Yes. Please be in your word. All of the many, many, many scriptures that deal with speaking and the tongue and words. And cause it's a lot of them. Um, be in prayer. Be willing to take the responsibility that's required to have control over your mouth. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of times we don't want to do that. We mm-hmm. want to help be held accountable by what we say. Um, he made me feel yes, this way. Can nobody make you do nothing? She made me feel this way. It is a lie. It, <laughs> it is a lie. No one makes you do anything. You're giving them way more power than they have and deserve. So, no. Um, so, yes, be in prayer to get your heart and mind ready to hold yourself accountable and responsible for what you say. Mm-hmm. And be open and willing to be obedient to when you are hearing the spirit or feeling that nudge that says, don't say nothing. Yes, Lord. And it doesn't mean you're being a doormat. No, it doesn't. It's it just, doesn't. It just means I don't need you to say anything. I, I, okay, so here, truth moment. I, have, I, I guess each one of us might go through the awakening of when we realize our own self-worth. Mm-hmm. Okay, and once you do that, when you realize it for yourself, and then people talk to you a certain way, I don't know about anybody else. I be wanting to go right at them immediately. And sometimes they'll tell me to sit in that moment. Not because what I'm saying isn't true or factual, but because I don't always have to respond. Sometimes God just wants to deal with them one-on-one, and he doesn't need you. To combat that. No. You're not supposed to defend yourself anyway. Yeah, I'm, he's still working on me. He's still working on everybody. <laughs> we are not supposed to defend ourselves. Again, we forget that all the time, but we sing those cute little songs. The Lord is my defense. Is he really? Mm. <laughs> he is my refuge. Is he really? Because you're trying to create your own... <laughs> Uh, defense, uh, defense mechanism around and that's you. not how this works ain't how it works at all so no believe me you're not being a doormat in that moment you're being obedient which is better it is way better so you let him handle it cause he can handle it way better than you can mm-hmm. and it may not even be in a vengeance type of way no he may decide to extend that person grace there you have it say you know what I know why you did that. Yes. I know your heart yes. behind that. Yes. She can't see your heart. I can't see it, that other person's heart. God can't. Yes. So he may extend them grace. So, so please be, be ready to, and then be ready the minute you decide to do this, you are going to be tested. Be prepared. Every which way. Because the enemy wants to do it. He wants to test you bad. He wants you to throw your life off the course. Just by what you say. Like, oh, so you say this? Let me throw everything at you. Yes. That is contradictory to get you out of your obedience. Yes. So, please, be ready. But you are prepared. And you can do it. It won't be hard. No. It won't be hard. Instead, even if for some reason you fall off. Because like I said, God's still working on me. Instantly repent. Lord, okay. I didn't handle it so well that good time. Come right back. Be obedient. Come right back. Be obedient. He's going to be with you the entire way. He never leaves you. Keep working at it. And just just be prepared. Because what's a testimony without a test? Those tests going to come. You can't just say something and then not expect to have a test about it afterwards. Yes, so 
it's, it will be something you will always work on all the time. So, there you have it. T, where can they find you? Facebook, good people, Tanisha Williams, and on Instagram, TJW Salon Studio. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> and guys, y'all can find me on Facebook at Charmaine Kears. You can also find me on Instagram, Charmaine underscore Kears. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Charmaine's Confessions, which is the blog, as well as um, Instagram at Charmaine's Confessions. Also, don't forget about, you know, the mothership, Ill Communication Studios. Go check out the rest of our shows on there. Follow, join the discussion. Um, and if you have any questions, please send them to us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we'd love to get your feedback, hear what's going on. Also, even if you just want to tell us, hey, y'all doing a good job. We take those too. So until next time, we're praying for you. Yes, yes. I'll read the book one more time, title to the people. Oh, so it's uh, Keep It Shut by Karen Eman, and that's E H M A N. All right, good people. Till next time. See ya. See ya.